This is Financial Detox, helping you retire with confidence. Featuring Jason Labrum, certified financial planner and founder of IDA Wealth, intelligence-driven advisors. For over 20 years, Jason has shown people how to steer clear of toxic advice, achieve financial peace of mind, and manage their wealth for maximum impact. Join Jason and co-host Alex Klingensmith as they simplify the complex, share industry secrets, and provide proven strategies designed to take you from financial insecurity to financial independence. This is Financial Detox. Hello and welcome to Financial Detox, another episode with Jason Labram, your host, that's me, and Alex Klingensmith, your co-host in studio today at the Financial Detox Studios up here at the Intelligence Driven Advisors head World Headquarters. <laughs> you said studios as, as if there's multiple ones and we have like a should we, production should we, company. Well, that'd be cool. Yeah, maybe. We do. You never know. Noah runs our production <laughs> and he's in our studio down in UTC <laughs> and then we're in our studio in Carlsbad. Yeah, it's true. It's all, it's like 12 by 12 too. It's huge. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I'm being sarcastic on <laughs> Today, we're going to talk about one of the most common questions that people are asking, uh, or not the most common, but one of them. That we've uh, been hit with hard a couple times inflation. recently by clients. Inflation, yeah. right? It's a great question because people, I was talking with my brother the other day on a run, and he's talking about you know all the people he's talking to trying to sell them loans, right? And As a loan officer. Yeah. Right? As a, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Doesn't work for IDA. Doesn't work for us. But uh, it's interesting to hear that perspective. And, and I was kind of just kind of bringing it back to the basics. Like, why do people invest their money? And what can you invest in if you're an investor? And one of the reasons why you invest is because you want to beat inflation, right? Yeah, you want to grow your purchasing power. Otherwise, you just save money and leave it in the bank. No risk. Mattress. Right. Can in the backyard. Or, or just a bank is okay, probably. But <laughs> but that's why you invest because, because if you just put it in the bank, you're guaranteeing actually to go backwards with your money. Pretty much. So I was reading this morning that the average inflation has been 4% over the last 50 years and because that includes that late 70s. Um, surge of inflation and a gallon of what What right now what was it a gallon of milk in 1916 yeah, nine, would nine cents would buy a quart of milk more right. than a hundred years later nine cents only buys about seven tablespoons of milk that's where I was gone yeah I actually have it in front of me that's why I didn't remember that uh, that's good. here you want you want this no, piece of paper want, I don't want the responsibility <laughs> what we have been asked by a few of our clients is what have we done? And more importantly, what are we going to do to protect our portfolios and protect our money from losing its purchasing power? Because if you listen to some people, um, they will say, we can't have this type of stimulus, massive trillions of dollars of stimulus. We're creating and printing money as if there's no end, as if it's unlimited supply, uh, which the problem is, what what happens if it is an unlimited supply? Which I think the Federal Reserve, somebody at the Fed literally said, there's no limit to the amount of money we can print. This is not good. I think he said he, he's not going to stop until he's just not going to stop. Unless he, he's, he and won't. so this is interesting because if there is an abundance of something out there, what happens to its perceived value? It goes down. Right. So if we so have- Currency devaluation is what you're talking about. Right. So currency devaluation. So we, we've had some- really smart clients ask us this question and I think we're prepared to answer it and address it. And we wanted to bring it to you, our listeners, because it is a very good question, right? I mean, it's like, what's going to happen to my purchasing power? I've saved all of this money. Well, what if, and it's mostly the people who are 
a little bit older, and by older I mean out of their fifties, yeah. who have experienced what it was like in two thousand in the late seventies and early eighties, where they were paying seventeen or eighteen percent or twenty percent for a car loan, twenty percent interest, where their home mortgage was seventeen and a half percent interest. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, anybody who's really under 50 or under hasn't experienced that as an adult where they had money to see what the effects were of that. But if that happens, our money is just not worth as much, yeah. right? So that's a real question. And what? We, look who it is. We have a, su- a surprise guest coming in right now. Holy cow. What's up, Mr. Brad Holland? How you doing, man? Good to see you, buddy. Oh, that's funny. All right. Hey, we just turned on a mic. We had, <laughs> surprise. Um, we're talking about inflation, but- um, Brad Holland just walked in. Brad Holland happens to be uh, this is you know this is so timely because I'm watching. <laughs> I think I just saw you on TV the other night. I was I'm watching Michael Jordan's The Last Dance, and they were talking about uh, last night. We're not through it all the way, but we we're talking about when he went up against the Lakers and and they finally kind of dethroned the Lakers. And you were in that era of the Magic Johnson era of the Lakers with an NBA championship. And now you're here in our studio. Yeah, it was the it was uh, <laughs> how awesome pleasure is to that? be. Pleasure <laughs> to be. But and you brought a wedge. I did. You, you that you won in our golf tournament. You come bearing gifts. Yeah. <laughs> how about that? Um, yeah. So believe it or not, um, May 16th was the 40th anniversary of the 1980 World Championship team of the Lakers that I, you know, got to be a part of. Um, and it's like, what, 40 years? Are you kidding me? It's just, uh, it's amazing. But here's something really, really cool since you brought this yeah. up. Is I got, a, I got a phone call from Magic Johnson a few months ago. And he said, hey, Brad, we're going to do this um, Lakers Showtime reunion. So what he's doing um, is he's bringing his five teams, his five championship teams yep. to Maui in September for this reunion. So my wife and I are so excited, oh, you know, wow. cause yeah. we, you know, obviously I'm excited to see the 1980, uh, team guys, but then I'm going to, you know, meet the other championship yes. teams, you know, uh, that are, that are going to be present. And so, um, it's so cool that magic's doing this and wow. bringing everybody. Together. And they're going to do a showtime special on it. And like, I would imagine that it, that there's going to be, you know, some, some filming sessions of things. Yeah. And, um, you know, the st- stories that'll be told at the dinners and oh, whatnot. And, and I know that, um, you know, like I had to give my, you know, like Jersey size and short size and shoe size <laughs> because Pat Riley wants to, to kind of get everybody on the floor. And even though some of us can hardly walk, but <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to play some get games? us on the floor and, oh, and run through some championship plays is what he calls it. Um, so that'll be kind of a so kick, cool. right? So I, I, oh, I'm sure some of it awesome. will be documented. Um, but yeah, really looking forward to that in a few months. That is so cool. Thanks for sharing. And when are you going? Did you say? Yeah. So it's the middle of, of September and hope, hopefully by then, you know, travel's not a burden and yeah, you know, you have Hawaii's to be back for two weeks. Open and, <laughs> yeah. Get there right. and you're like, okay guys, on the 15th day we can start hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that is so. awesome. So we are um, sitting here talking about inflation and some questions that our clients have. In walks Brad. I knew you were coming at some point today to drop off this wedge that we took down as third place in the <laughs> Boys and Girls Club. Brad. Third place. Huh? Uh, yeah, third Uh-oh. place. It was it was, it was was better than fourth place. It's, yeah. um, but uh, 
you know, Brad, not only is an NBA champion who played with the Lakers, and I think it's just revived your era because of this Michael Jordan show right now in the last last dance. It's such a good uh, documentary. I'm yes, loving is. watching it. Have you watched it? I have. It's it's really really good. I've it's well directed and edited. Yeah. Um, the whole it's candid. Right, it's yeah. just um, it's really well put together. Really enjoyed it. I, I I I have a whole new appreciation and love for Michael Jordan too after just seeing who he is. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pull you into the financial world here in a bit. I want I, scary. I, yes, it's gonna be scary. And I want you Watch to out. when we come back from a quick break. I want I want you to think about some of the questions you've had because you're a superstar in so many ways and not only in your basketball career but also as you help the boys and girls club and so you're i think engulfed in the economy and what's going on and and so we'd like to hear from you a real live question here live in the studio about you know things you're thinking about wondering about as you run an organization personally as you create your own wealth and do your thing um so you okay with that all right great we'll take a quick break we'll be right back Okay, we're back. It's Financial Detox. I'm Jason Labram, your host. Give us a call at 877-707-8889 if you have questions or you need help with your finances. You want to get financially detoxified, make better decisions, create more wealth, preserve wealth, pass it on to your future generations, give it to a charity. Whatever your purpose is, we are here to help you. And we're here to break down what is a lot of times toxic advice in our in our world. And we were so lucky to have uh, a relationship with with Brad Holland, who literally just walked in the studio. I knew he was coming at some point today. We pulled him into the studio. You're here. Hi, Brad. Hey. <laughs> it's real live. It's Brad Holland. Uh, and he is... Uh, so we're putting him on the spot. This is Holland on the spot. And uh, that could be a good show title, right? Alex? Holland on the spot. Holland on the spot. And uh, not the country, there's a lot the going on, man. I mean, I, I've been on the board at the Boys and Girls Club for something like 15, 20 years. I don't know what the number is. It's a lot. You've been there now as the, the CEO and running the club. Crazy environment. We had to shut down. We've, we've been burning through budget trying to – I mean, it's, there's a lot going on, but also personally a lot going on. What questions do you have as somebody who runs an organization or as you an individual with a spouse mm-hmm. and a life that you've got to prepare for yourself financially? I think this could be so authentic and beautiful to just to hear what somebody – you're not our client, so – Full disclosure, um, this is not a testimony, right? Um, but what, what questions do you have, and and what do you think people are thinking out there, so we can help them? Well, I'm I'm concerned, obviously, about the stability of the economy. I mean, it's it's like anyone that's running a business. Um, we've seen some dramatic changes in terms of being shut down, um, putting uh, employees on furlough. Um, we've had a few on work share. Um, we're kind of all over the map on that, but and then to receive PPP funding and um, going through the calculations of the forgiveness end of it. So we're going through a lot right now. So, yeah. but you know, if the economy can stabilize, I mean, how great would that be to help everyone? We've actually reopened our two clubhouses and we're serving kids of first responders and essential workers great. right now. And we hope to uh, fully open um, for summer camp on, on June 15th. So um, we've, we've, we've gone through a lot, which all business owners and, and managers are, are, have experienced. So 
um, being shut down and um, having to slowly reopen and everything, where is this going, right? right. So we rely on um, 98% of our budget is, is private private money, you know, donations yeah. and uh, program fee revenue and uh, board members that 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 give and get and and so um, if the economy doesn't come around and stabilize and uh, will we have a business right will we even be able to keep our doors open that's where we're at right now being a nonprofit yeah and that's that's crazy to think about because we're serving something like eight hundred kids a day right and um, now we're so where do those eight hundred kids go right if so, you're not there. They're they're out there, right? But because of the social distancing and all the safety protocols that we have to go through, with what square footage we have to work with, we we can't even, you know, get close to eight hundred right now. Wow! And because yeah. so so our cost per serving, you know, one child goes up like four times because we can't have those larger ratios to staff. Yeah, and you guys understand that mm-hmm. so. This is dramatically affecting our little business. Um, I know some people have flourished during this time, um, some businesses, right? But most of us, we're like picking up the pieces and trying to make it work, and it's it's extremely difficult. I don't think that most have flourished. I think you said it perfectly. Some have flourished. It's but it's it's businesses like Amazon, right? It's businesses mm-hmm. like well, Home Depot's doing great because nobody could do anything besides yard work because it couldn't go out. <laughs> um, it's so that it is scary. It's um, it's scary to think about too. Is the reaction I've read a lot this morning or a little bit this morning on what I've had a show where I just lost my mind talking about how ridiculous I think the reaction has been. That's just one man's opinion. Um, because when you look at the deaths right now, we still estimate there are some estimates that they could be 45% still overcounted actual COVID deaths because they were actually a heart attack that, oh, the person got sick or may have may have also had COVID, but they died from the heart attack or they died from something else. So there's some estimates that are saying that it's still 45% overcounted, but yet even with the overcounted numbers or the current, est- or the current numbers of, of deaths, it's less than the 2016 flu season if my data is correct. So in 2016, more people died from the flu than have died from the total COVID deaths. That is probably dramatically overestimated. You know, CDC is now saying, well, I guess it doesn't live on services that long. CDC is now saying, well, I guess it really doesn't pass the way mm-hmm. we talk. So all these, you know, mm-hmm. hyper-exaggerated uh, claims were made and we went into full shutdown, which I think we're going to look back at this probably and say that was maybe one of the biggest economic mistakes and that we've ever made because it is going to take time to come out of it. Our clients are asking what we were talking about on the show prior to you coming in is one of the big questions has been like, okay, so we're printing trillions of dollars, trillions. Mm -hmm. And there's a big difference between a million, a billion and a trillion, right? A million, a million, a million seconds equates to seven days. A billion seconds is roughly 15, 16 years. A trillion seconds is 33,000 years, all right? A million, a billion, and a trillion are not close together. And we're spending trillions of dollars. You put three trillion in, right? Well, well, more than that now. I mean, there's first round, second round, third round, looking at a fourth round. It's going to be something like three to eight trillion dollars of stimulus. And what happens to our purchasing power? Like, where does that, if we have tons of money and dollars floating around, 
well, then dollars become worth less. So what should you do? And that's the point of the show. We want to help you. What should you do with your money, right? What shouldn't you do? Have you thought about that, Brad, as an individual? As a, <laughs> Adding it to your list of things yeah. you're thinking about. Uh, not that you don't have right enough to, Have you <laughs> stressed like, out? Like, are you financially yeah, I like I wasn't talks, until you mentioned it, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, um, you know, as an individual, I'm 63 years old. I mean, I'm I'm concerned about, you know, my 401k. I'm concerned about what social security might look like mm. 10, 15 years from now when I'm retired. I'm concerned about um, higher taxes uh, that myself and my kids and my grandkids are going to have to pay to make up for these trillions of dollars. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm concerned about all of that stuff. I'm, yeah. I'm glad you mentioned it that way too, because that's one thing that we actually talked about yesterday on investment committee call was taxes and how the, the tax implications of a portfolio are going to become much more important, right? And how our net after-tax returns are going to become important because there's no way we're going to remain in an environment, especially uh, a post-Trump era, if we had you know a different uh, uh, leadership uh, in the White House. More liberal taxes are going to you know go up significantly for all middle class too, right? They're not just going to tax the rich. Don't believe this story. They're just going to tax the rich because there's not enough money in the rich to make a difference. So taxes are going to go up for everybody. That's a real concern that I think is worthy is. of discussion and thinking about. Okay, in my portfolio and in my structure, how am I going to how am I going to prepare for that? And then the question of if we have all these dollars and our money becomes worth less because there's so much cash, it becomes worth less. It's the devaluing of the currency. What can we do in our portfolios? What can you do, Brad, at 63 years of age, thinking about preparing for retirement? And I think if we spend the next uh, few minutes talking about specific action items we're taking, I think we can help people. Real Water is an awesome sponsor of ours. If you haven't drank real water, you need to try it because it's not only pH, it has the high pH and alkalinity. Now you do want some. But it also them. has negative ionization. It's the only bottled water company that I know of on the earth that it ha- can maintain negative ionization inside the bottle. Get some real water. All right, we're getting on with it. Here we go. We only have a few minutes left here. And we want to make this impactful. Brad Holland, NBA champion. Thank you for coming into our studio. Great to be with you guys. Um, Brad and I are close because of our relationship through the Boys and Girls Club of Carlsbad, where I've been a board member for a long time. Brad is the CEO and runs the organization. You've done amazing things there. We've helped so many kids change lives um, for real, literally changing lives. So if you have an organization that you want to help or support, think about the Boys and Girls Club of Carlsbad, please. It's it's phenomenal, and your dollars go to great use, and there's no time like the present uh, if you're able to help support an organization and help get us back um, opened and back supporting the 800 or so kids a day who otherwise would be home with no parents or no uh, supervision and no uh, help getting their homework done, whatever. It's just off the charts how important it is. So here's what's going on. Look, if you have cash, green cash, it's not good, right? Green cash, money, cash, and you're not invested and you're not earning interest on it, that will be the asset class that is most hurt from a devalued currency because your cash is becoming devalued. Alex, you had some great inflation data on your computer and we're just talking about how if you look at the history of places you can invest your money, places you can put it to grow and not only keep pace with inflation and that eroding purchasing power, but also actually come out ahead. That's mm-hmm. called a net real return. Um, equities have been a phenomenal place, right? If you look at bonds, 
in general, the safe asset class, not a lot of volatility, particularly short-term government bonds, they have not done very well versus inflation. They've done a little better, but you really haven't netted out any real purchasing power. Equities, on the contrary, have had about a 9 or 10% average annual return over long periods of time. Inflation has been 4 so you've netted 6%. Equities have been a pretty good hedge, right, Alex? Yeah. And this is, I mean, it's kind of interesting because through times like these, this crisis, we talked about like two months ago what we did before this crisis and, and what we're doing during it and what we'll do after it. And it's the same thing. You got to know what you're, how you're supposed to be invested in terms of asset allocation, stocks versus bonds, and maybe some alternative asset yes. classes. You need to know that before yep. a crisis happens. Have if a you, plan. And then stick to it and then rebalance as it's happening so that you can catch the bounces across where you're supposed to. There are some other asset classes that might become more interesting than, than before, like tips, right? We talk about tips. Yep. Um, which you, are? Which treasury inflected inflation? Treasury inflation, inflation protected, protected securities. Yeah. yeah. And so that's the kind of things that they're being looked at more than, than others now right. more than ever. But what you don't do is you don't do wild, crazy things. Say, I'm going to go all to commodities. I'm going to go all to gold. Or I'm going to go all to cash, or I'm going to shift all my. I was a sixty forty. Now I'm going to go twenty eighty or something. Yeah. You don't do that because what'll happen if you do that is you'll blow up your own plan, right? You have to have some faith and confidence in long term capitalism coming back and prevailing. Um, you can't go all to cash either because then you're guaranteeing you're going to go backwards in life. Yeah. Unless you have so much cash that it doesn't matter. But there's not that many people around that that are in that position, right? Right. Ten million dollars in the bank. Not a lot of people have that. Yeah. Very good point. And I, I think that when we look at asset classes, specific asset classes that are going to do well, one, we think commodities will be one of your better bets. We think that owning hard assets such as gold and or uh, – did I say commodities? You said commodities. I, I was like, really? We think Sorry. that? Equities. <laughs> equities will be one of the things. I also think commodities. I was my, my speaking was ahead of my brain. Um, but commodities will be an asset class that typically does well during inflationary environments. So you got equities, you have commodities. Inside commodities, you have gold. You have hard assets such as even soybeans and pigs, and you know just general commodities tend to do better in an inflationary environment because you know there's a there's a real need there. There's a hard asset. Mm -hmm. uh, real estate can be too. Real estate though is getting kind of tricky right now. Well, this is a really it's an anomaly, right? Real estate used to be a great alternative asset class, but w what this pandemic is doing is it's making real estate act abnormal. Right? Something like forty five percent of commercial rents have not been received um, over the last two months. So that's a problem, right? Um, yeah. So real estate is interesting, but. Is it going to be a great inflation hedge given the current environment? Maybe, maybe not. But again, I think equities, I think certain commodities. I think this is a time to resurface an old conversation we've had a couple of shows on. Yeah. Maybe even some Bitcoin or ah. cryptocurrency or blockchain. There may be something there, Beauty right? Magic. If you think about the, <laughs> the invention of it was truly about a currency that could not be manipulated. That's why Bitcoin was created, a currency that couldn't be uh, manipulated by federal governments and that would maintain its purchasing power. It's very volatile. It's crazy. If you'd like to sit down and review your portfolio with us, we'll show you how you can protect against these things. And also take uh, Social Security out. Let's run your financial plan assuming it's not there. Let's run it assuming half is there. You can uh, make sure you're in a good position. Unfortunately, we've got to wrap up. Brad, thank you for coming into the show today. Awesome to have you. And well, great to be with you guys. Always learn something. Thank you. And Alex, as always, thank you so much. Brad, we'll see you soon. Boys and Girls Club, if you need a place to, uh, to deploy some dollars for a good organization, and uh, you can always reach us at financialdetox.com. I'm Jason Labram. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll catch you next week. To learn more about Financial Detox, 
And to get access to today's show notes, transcript, and resources, visit financialdetox.com. Call Jason and the team at Intelligence Driven Advisors. If you're ready for financial detox and a better tomorrow, call 877-707-8889. Get answers to your questions. That's 877-707-8889. That's financialdetox.com for podcasts and information. And if you like what you've heard, be sure to hit the subscribe button. That way, you'll be notified about upcoming podcasts. You'll take one more step toward financial peace of mind. This content is provided for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any types of securities. Mr. Labram and Intelligence Driven Advisors are not responsible for the consequences of any decisions or actions taken as a result of information provided in this program and do not warrant or guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information provided. The information discussed today reflects the views of Mr. Labram and his guests as of the date of the show and are subject to change without notice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Any forward-looking statements statements or forecasts are based on assumptions and actual results may vary from any such statements or forecasts. No reliance should be placed on any statements or forecasts when making an investment decision. Accordingly, listeners should not rely solely on information provided today in making any investment decisions. There's a risk of loss of investing in securities, including the risk of loss of principal. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will be profitable or suitable for particular investors, financial situation, or risk tolerance. Asset allocation and Portfolio diversification cannot assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses.